big snake in the plane, Jock! Oh, that's just my pet snake, Reggie! I hate snakes, Jock! I hate them! Come on, show a little backbone, will ya? Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Butcher. Terrific. This week, we will be talking about one of the scariest and most dangerous places in the world. Especially if you have a fear of snakes. We are talking about Snake Island. It's a very interesting place like nowhere else on the planet. Uh, A place Indiana Jones would be terrified of. It's a real island of nightmares. Uh, We hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode where we go over the leopard seal. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, It went over pretty well and people seemed to enjoy it. I kind of like covering animals people don't know much about like that. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of going to be kind of similar to this week, you know. Not many people know about Snake Island. Um, also, we are approaching five thousand downloads. Hey, hey. which I think is pretty cool, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting there. Uh, Colonel Cheetor, what do you think about that? Five thousand. If it was me, I'd be at least a fifty thousand by now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, uh, Colonel Cheetor, everyone. Yeah, and you know why he's the commander. <laughs> Uh, so stupid. <laughs> uh, every so before we get going, every so often I kind of like to go over our stats on the show. Uh, so let's do that real quick. All right. Um, oh, actually, by the way, uh, Dave wants to apologize for messing up on the sound last week. Yes, yes, that's wrong hey. setting. Yeah, he has like one job to do. <laughs> but uh, no, Dave just we just messed up on the mic. So you, last episode, you can hear me just fine, but you had a, maybe a harder time. Hearing Dave, and that's why. Yeah. But we fixed it. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, let's go over our stats a little bit, just real quick. Um, we have hits in 26 different countries. Ooh. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Um, the top five are the United States, number one, uh, then Canada, Australia, UK, and then fifth place is India. Hey. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah it's not one I would have expected, but uh, I know for sure we have at least one listener there. So nice. thanks to everybody in India. Uh, and this week we had another odd hit from a country I never would have guessed. We had a couple hits from Somalia. Hey. That's, that's, that seems like a weird one, right? Yeah. Uh, but also really cool. And I think, I think it's cool. Hopefully they're not a pirate. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they are, that's cool. So you can, st- they can still listen. <laughs> um, so here in the U.S., which is still like uh, 78% of all of our hits. Um, the top five states are our hometown here in Utah. That's number one. Uh, in second place is California. Third place is New York. Uh, fourth place is Arizona, where I used to live. Hey. Uh, fifth place, it's pretty neck and neck between Nevada, Maryland, and good old Florida. Hmm. Wow, sounds like a presidential race going on. <laughs> kind of does. Huh? Who's going to win? Uh, but that's great. Uh, and there are only... Uh, Six states we don't have hits from, but uh, the other 44 states, thank you very much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sharing this to brag. Believe me, it's not it's not bragging. Uh, I just find it really fun and interesting, and hopefully everyone else kind of likes that part, too. Yeah. And oh, as always, we want to thank all of our listeners. We really appreciate it, and we love knowing how you're out there. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to contribute to the show, what you can do is... Go to iTunes or whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. It really just helps us get noticed and gain more attention. So I know it takes 30 seconds, <laughs> but please do that if you can. Yeah, we want to get to more countries. Yes, we do. That's the only way we travel is by, you know, <laughs> vicariously through our, our podcast yeah, listeners. Podcast <laughs> listeners. Uh, and if you do give us a review, we will give you a shout out. And we do have a couple shout outs today, inclu- including one super shout out. Ooh. So I'll get to those at the end. And before we get going on the episode, let's play another round, Dave. All right, let's do this. Um, before, Yeah, uh, let's play Find That Country Challenge. Okay. Uh, last week, you the country was Comoros, which I found pretty easily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Dave will tell me, and I will find uh, the country on his very nice but squeaky globe. All right, Dave. Spin the what? globe. Spin the globe, Spin sure. the globe. We're going in the correct direction, I believe. 
Okay. What's the country? I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, That's but okay. I'm assuming that I am, so I will try it. It is... Oh, shoot. <laughs> now I need to make sure I... Yeah, look on your I'm phone looking... and check. Okay. Seychelles. The Seychelles? Yes. Right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. You, you tried to get me, dude. <laughs> The Seychelles, they are. Seychelles. It's they're an island. I think I think we're saying it right. Seychelles, Seychelles. I, I think that's right. I tried Chalet because we actually covered a story they speak there. Speak French there, so I was thinking, how would the French say that word? But uh, we actually I guess covered, that's not right. <laughs> we covered we covered one story there. Did we? We covered a Which shark was attack. It? it was a shark oh. attack story there. <clears throat> Interesting. But uh, the uh, it's a group of islands. Kind of, it's kind of where we were last week in Comoros. It's um, a little bit north of Madagascar. Off of the mainland Africa, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, do you have anything? I told you to bring something interesting about it. Do you okay. Have, do you know anything? Yeah, it consists of a hundred and fifteen islands. Hundred and fifteen. Yeah, and I've seen some pictures from there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful. It's like, place. why haven't I heard of this place? I want to go now. But yeah, it's all near the tropics, so beautiful. They also have are home to the, oh, what is it, Aldabra tortoise. One of the largest tortoise species in the world. Really? It's huge. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's huge. Huh. <laughs> yeah. It's something you're like, man, I could ride on that. Hey, Matt, climb on with me. You know, <laughs> it's huge. But uh, yeah, it's home to that tortoise there. Also, there are 200 plant species there, and almost half of them, 80 of those, are indigenous only to the to oh, that okay. country. That's kind of cool. Yeah. They're probably like some of them are only uh, indigenous to one island and could possibly. be, yeah, yeah. But that's because that's amazing. Only half of them, half of the plant species there only Ex- are only only exist there. Only on those islands. And, and to think it's an obscure country yeah. in the whole world. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty crazy. That is. Pretty so yeah, cool. that's kind of. No, that was good. What I that's brought me. on it. Yeah, yeah, made me want to visit, but <laughs> I don't know how I'd get there. <laughs> By plane, here by flights sure, there. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's flights there. Mm. But uh, it's a popular tourist attraction for um, Europeans. I know that. Oh, is it? I okay. Because you said they speak French, right? Yeah. So like it's probably French a lot Creole of French people go there. Yeah. But yeah, good job. I mean, good job to me because <laughs> yeah. I got it so fast. Nice work, pal. Maybe, maybe next week, Dave. Oh. I doubt it. We might have to like start going to capitals. Well, maybe I'll start pronouncing them in different languages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, all right. Um, maybe you'll get me next week. That was good. That was a good one. Uh, let's let's can, let's get going on the episode. All right. Let's get right into it and head to this mysterious death trap of an island. Um, this island is called Isla de Quemada Grande. It means to slash and burn. You know, for a man that knows every country, you sure can't pronounce it. I can't pronounce. <laughs> I can't pronounce for shit. I know that. Okay, I'll do it again. Isla de Quemada Grande. It's Portuguese because the island is in Brazil. Um, it is located about 90 miles off the coast of Sao Paulo, Brazil. And uh, interesting fact, Sao Paulo is the most populated city in Brazil and the most populated city in South America. Hmm. And it said around 11 million in that certain region. I don't know how okay. the metropolitan area or whatever. Yeah. But the island is not very big. In fact, it's only... 430,000 square meters that equals around to 110 acres. Oh my goodness. Total area size. That's not big. Is no, it? that is puny. Can you do wow. you're good with your acreage size. Yeah. Can you give us a can you think of something um, that would be around let's 100 see. acres? Like a large city block. Well, I'm sure they're not really the the large city blocks would be six hundred forty acres. That's like a section 600? of land, okay. as as we know it. But yeah, of course, because we're so heavily populated, they keep you know block keeps shrinking. But uh, yeah, so six hundred forty acres is one section on the uh, what do you call it? Meets and bounds grid, not meets and bounds grid. Yeah, I guess you'd use it on there. Um, so it's uh, I'm trying to think. Is there something to, like... put, to break it down? It it's probably. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to explain it to everybody, but just it's yeah. like a field. It's okay. like a, it's like a large field of land, Maybe and, like a football field, or uh, a football field. It would probably be more than a football. Maybe like field. a football stadium. Uh, 
It doesn't matter. Including the parking lot. We're getting lot. nowhere with this. If you so. include the parking lot. Okay, perhaps, include the parking lot. Even more. But yeah, it's... It's not a big island. No, because if, if you're thinking, yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, like, well, yeah, small city here. We're getting nowhere with this one, Dave. Yeah, I don't know how... To, <laughs> there's too many things to reference it to to explain it. You don't know what people are used to. Yeah. Like here in Utah, there would be a small town in Utah would equal, would be okay. smaller than 110 acres. Yeah. I think you it know? would. All right, well, let's let's continue. Enough about the acreage. <laughs> but um, it's a uh, rocky island with no beaches, and the highest elevation point is 676 feet uh, above sea level. So it's not not too super tall either. But about half the island is covered by rainforest, and the remaining areas are open grassland and barren rock terrain. This island has a population of Zero people. Nobody lives there. <laughs> it is closed um, to the public, and e- actually it's illegal to go there. Gee. Access is only allowed to the Brazilian Navy and selected researchers. Huh. And this probably doesn't matter to most people. As you can imagine, it's not really a place where people really want to travel to. And the reason people don't want to go here is because the island is infested with venomous snakes. <laughs> it has the highest concentration of ven- venomous snakes in the world. And remember this day from our last snake episode, which was like episode 11 or something mm-hmm. about the black mamba. What was the one thing you remember most about that episode? The black mamba? That is yeah. venom? Is the most potent in the world. Well, that well, I shouldn't say potent. That, it's well, the mo- that and um, it's venom, not poison. That's what right. I was getting. Oh, okay. So remember, everyone, it's venom, not poison. Venom is injected, and poison is secreted, like through the skin. So there's a big difference on that. If you don't learn anything else, remember that today. And so, um, snakes, spiders, bees, stingrays, anything like that actually is you injects something it's uh venom not poison so and if you hear somebody say it wrong be sure to correct them uh, everybody loves to be corrected like that <laughs> I, I, I i corrected somebody at work uh the other day nice. i was telling them about the episode oh so poison like actually it's venom and they got this <laughs> look on their face like ah, screw you like like when you try to be corrected on how to pronounce something no. yeah <laughs> All right, but the the snake that calls this island home is the Golden Lancehead Viper. Mm. And its Latin name, the Danger Noodle. <laughs> I like that. The Danger Noodle. The Danger Noodle. It sounds like something you could tell your three-year-old, don't touch that. It's a Danger that Noodle. It's called a Danger Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is not the actual scientific name. The scientific name is uh, Bothrus insularis. Interesting. Yeah. I'll stick Both with ropes, danger noodle. Both ropes like that. are, uh, that's like the name for vipers or certain types Both of ropes? vipers. Oh, okay. Both ropes. Uh, hey, or you can just stick with danger noodle. That's fine. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, they are a member of the pit viper family and get their name from their light yellowish brown color on its underside. And their head is kind of shaped. I like to think of it as shaped like an arrowhead. Oh, okay. You know, I think that makes sense. And now they do have viper relatives on mainland uh, South America, but these guys have adapted uh, a bit differently in that their venom is much more potent than the other uh, viper species on the mainland, which I'll touch on more in a bit. I wonder if they ever go visit their cousins at the mainland. They do not. (laughs) (laughs) I know for a fact they do not. (laughs) So you might wonder how and why uh, this... On this single island is the only place in the world where you can find um, this particular snake. Like, how did it get here? Uh, A fun theory is that pirates put these venomous snakes here to guard their buried treasure. Ooh. Uh, That that sounds sounds like the Goonies sequel. Yeah, that's what they need for the Goonies sequel. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That sounds cool. And some people actually do think that there is treasure there. But the more logical reason is that the island used to be a part of the mainland, like, say, 10,000 years ago, but sea levels rose and turned it into an island. Boring. You lost me. <laughs> I like the pirate one better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I do like the pirate one better, yeah. too. No, they could even be an Indiana Jones movie, too. Yeah, that's, just, that's just too cool. Let's run with that one. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so and then the surviving snakes were stranded on the island and able to multiply rapidly due to them not having any predators anymore. Oh, okay. So that is the most likely reason for them being secluded in their own area. Okay. But these snakes can get to around two to four feet in length. So not super big, but not small. Uh, But they they don't and they don't need to be. Uh, remember the black mamba? It was yeah. it was like a uh, fourteen feet. Wow! I don't remember how much bigger that is. Let's see, but the uh, the snakes here, these golden lanterns, are arboreal, so in the trees, and they're also terrestrial, so they're everywhere. Okay, <laughs> they're literally everywhere. <laughs> so on the um, they're pretty yeah they're pretty much everywhere, even along the rocky coasts at times, but the majority of them are in the rainforest parts of the island. Hmm. And there are believed to be around four to two thousand, four thousand to two thousand um, snakes on this hundred and ten acre island. Wow! Yeah, people who have gone there said that there is a snake every six yards or so, Jeez. and that's actually true. From how do they go there? What do they use a Kevlar suit or something? Or... <laughs> you probably should, but Gee. Uh, but for every and for every uh, snake you actually see, there are many more around that you don't see oh, walking wow. through there. You feel like you want to go here yet, Dave? Uh, not really. Yeah. This is pirate treasure, then. <laughs> Possibly. But uh, on this island, there are no mammal species. No well, mammals. Understandable. No rats, mice, anything. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> the normal prey. Yeah, yeah, of course not. They, they don't have the normal snake prey. <laughs> so what do they feed on? Each other. <laughs> well, they prey on birds. Oh. Now this is where they evolved to having such potent venom. Uh, they need fast-acting, lethal venom because in order to catch birds. Uh, it's got to get them fast. Otherwise, the bird would fly off and then die later and never be seen again. Yeah. So this is why their venom has evolved to be so uh, potent and powerful. Hmm. And to help with this, unlike other venomous snakes who will strike and then release and then wait for the animal to die, um, these lance heads will attack the birds and then keep it in their mouth until it dies, which oh, is okay. pretty, which is pretty quick. And then they eat eat it and swallow it whole. Gee. Uh, one manner in which they hunt, they'll hang in trees and shake their tails. And the tip of their tails t- to lure birds. They The birds think the tails looks like a worm or something, I guess. Clever this is a pretty, Yeah. This is a pretty common tactic within snakes. Oh. Several snake species do this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But this trick doesn't work on native birds. They have they have wised up, and local birds are rarely preyed upon. Hmm. Almost all their prey are from non-native migratory birds who <laughs> visit the, the island. Who visit <laughs> <laughs> the tourist birds um, who visit the island occasionally, like going from mainland to the sea, mainland. Yeah. So they'll stop at the island. Okay. And if they are unable to catch a bird, they uh, like lots of snakes and reptiles can go months without eating. Wow. Uh, let's learn a bit more about their potent venom. Uh, since no, since nobody lives on the island, there aren't any modern cases or known cases where a human has been bitten. Surprisingly okay. enough, but uh, other lancehead species are responsible for more fatalities than any other group of snakes in North and South America. Oh wow! So we kind of got to touch on um, their relatives because we just the ones on the mainland. Yeah, the ones on the mainland because there's just not a sufficient amount of information on these golden lanceheads. But the mortality rate for a mainland lancehead bite is around 7%. Um, If the person does not receive treatment, yeah, 7% if the person does not receive treatment. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad, but there's other things. Um, And that percent goes down if they do receive treatment, okay? Okay. But... Even if you survive, you're going to still be going through hell in different ways. Oh. Uh, Want to know some common effects from lancehead bites? Yeah. All right. Swelling, local pain, nausea, vomiting, blood blisters, bruising, blood in vomit and urine, intestinal bleeding, kidney failure, hemorrhage of the brain, and severe necrosis of muscular tissue. 
Just to name a few. And you'll still be alive? Yep. <laughs> you'll still be alive. Oh, my goodness. And uh, the lancehead that is the most dangerous in South America is the one with probably the coolest name is the Fertilance. Ooh. That's, that's, isn't that a cool name? Yeah. Remember, it was the Fertilance, and then there's another snake. I can't remember what it's at. It's called the Boomslang. Nice. <laughs> those are the two coolest Who snake names. Who got to name those? I know. They did a pretty good job. Yeah. But uh, the Fertilance uh, is really badass. And In fact, you know that show, uh, 72 Most Dangerous Animals? Yeah. The one on Netflix? Uh, when they did Latin America, the Fertilance was ranked number one. Really? Most wow. dangerous animal in Latin America. Wow. The Fertilance. And so you can imagine it does kill quite a people. Uh, the Fertilance is responsible for over 50% of snake bites in its range. Mm. So they do bite often. And uh, I looked at some photos of victims who were bitten, and they were pretty bad, man. Oh. kind of wish I did, because it's, it's, it's been engraved in my head for like two days. Ooh. One, This one in particular, so hopefully it's ingrained in everybody else's head now. One, uh, has, is, this is the one that stuck in my mind the most. It was uh, an 11-year-old who got bit on his right leg, and all his skin, like, melted off. Oh. Melted off from his foot all the way up to his knee. He had no skin. Oh, wow. And it looked like he barely had any muscles or tissues or anything either. It was like, oh. an, it was like he dipped himself in a, a Yellowstone geyser acidic Ugh. pool. Uh, the entire leg was black and gross looking, and they eventually had to amputate it. Oh, man. So, he, yeah, he, he didn't get proper treatment in time either. I know that. Oh. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even if you do survive a bite from one of, the, like, a, a pit viper like this, you're still going to have some issues. Like, even if you Ugh. don't die. You know what I mean? Gee, yeah. So, we go. let's go back to our golden lanceheads, who have venom more potent than the fur de lance. So the likelihood of dying would be much greater if you were bitten by one of these golden lance heads. But there are no percentages available. I, there's no no information out there to give uh, clarification mm. on that. And it's believed that their uh, hemotoxins are greater than the lance heads. Hemotoxins eat away at the flesh and tissue, like I said the boy had. Oh. That was from the hemotoxins. Um, the venom and different toxins are, are very scientific and complicated. I'm not a scientist or a herpetologist, so I don't know a whole lot about the toxicity and stuff like that. It's pretty, oh, okay. It was pretty complicated stuff. And they don't, have, um, they don't have the most toxic venom of snakes, but still pretty high up the list, these golden lance heads. Okay. And without treatment, you will probably die. And it, if you don't die, you're going to have many other problems. Sounds like their toxin is more, um, how would you say, necrotic in its in, in its purpose and not uh, neurotic like the other ones for, you know, it destroys the nervous system. This will more destroy tissue. And whereas, Possibly. you know, like the black mamba and that, I think that hits the nervous system. That's or No, no, it's not the nervous system. It goes to the heart, right? I don't know. Well, which could be, yeah. Cause it See, that's why it's so complicated. I get them mixed your up. muscle the... doesn't go. Okay. So that's, I think that is more neural. But yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you remember um, the Black Mamba and what their kill rate was? Yeah, it's 100% if 100, you do treat it. Black Mamba is 100% if you don't get treatment. And it could kill you within a half an hour. Oh, wow. Go back and listen to episode eleven right? <laughs> and some of the stories. That was a good, that was one of yeah. our, um, our kind of our hidden, it's not literally the most downloaded one we have but i thought that was a really good episode yeah so go back and check that out if you haven't we had some really good stories um like uh death by suicide from a black mamba Ooh. remember that story i don't remember that one now you don't remember that uh. one the russian guy no I and he was on, they had a video of him oh yes his girlfriend yeah, yeah. okay i do so, yeah that was that was one of our that's one of my favorite stories we've covered so go back and listen to that if you haven't yet um, and actually, I think black mambas are probably the most dangerous animal we've covered yet. Mm. If you think about it. And then maybe these golden lances might be a close second. But anyway, let's continue. Uh, hey, uh, maybe that gives more credence to the pirate story. With the peg <laughs> legs because the snakes bit him <laughs> and they lost their leg. How'd you lose your leg? Uh, <laughs> Arr, snake. Arr, I'm not telling. I mean, very uh, treasure. Uh, <laughs> secret. Hush, hush. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back into our golden lance heads. Um, and they actually face a lot of conservation issues, these golden lance heads, mm. as you can kind of imagine. 
Um, let's go. Let's just go to our conservation scale. Uh, I haven't explained it in a while, so I'll just do that real quick. It's a seven-point scale. Um, one being extinct, two being extinct in the wild, three means critically endangered, four means endangered, five means vulnerable, six is near threatened, and seven is of least concern. Well, I can make a guess at this one. Yeah, what do you think? This uh, one's up. like a twenty. Twenty. <laughs> if it's <laughs> but if it's no, no. if it's overpopulating its own islands where they're within every but it's six only yards, they're only on that island. Yeah, but the, they well, don't need to be anywhere else. <laughs> So they're actually at a three. What? Yeah, they need well, more on of them. One island. Yeah, well, and I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to some reasons. Okay. I'm gonna get okay. to some reasons. Um, but I think that's the lowest we've had so far of any animal we've covered. I think is it? Yeah, I guess so. I, think, I really think it is. Um, but it also and it also makes sense because they're on just one island, and over the last 15 years or so, scientists believe the population has been decreasing. Uh, there are several reasons why, so I'm going to go over them. Uh, this one is more of a past issue, but still could happen. The island has undergone some habitat loss. And in the past, people have deliberately started fires on the island in attempts to kill off all the snakes. <laughs> so the island could, and they did that so the island could be used to grow bananas. Why would just 110 acres? They need 110 acres for bananas. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! They got this is plenty of room on the mainland. That's weird. Uh, but in fact, the island is named after these attempts. Remember what I said? To uh, fire was uh -huh. Kiramata or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, slash and burn. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Um, even the Brazilian Navy has contributed to this by removing vegetation in order to build and maintain a lighthouse on the island. What? Who's going to man the lighthouse? I, I got that one, so don't worry. I'm going to cover it. It's like three skeleton key, but with snakes. <laughs> um, uh, on such a small island, it only takes a little bit of, you know, removing plants here, there. It only takes a little bit to do a lot on such a small island, is yeah. what I'm trying to put over. Uh, more on the lighthouse later. Okay. Uh, another threat the snakes face is there is a lot of inbreeding within the population. Mm. This also causes intersexes where individuals are born with both male and female reproductive systems. Ooh. Um, Do their fangs get weird? And I don't know if their fangs <laughs> get weird. I don't. I really don't think I've ever seen a snake penis, so I don't know what that looks like. Unless it's like, I don't, I have no idea what a snake uh. penis looks like. Uh, this occurrence of intersexes may be harmful to the species population since most of the intersexes are sterile. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So I, I buy that, the inbreeding stuff, that mm. I buy that for sure. Uh, but probably the biggest problem they face is the threat of eco-pirates. What's that? Which is kind of like poaching. But instead of killing the snakes, they capture them and then sell them on the black market. Oh, man. Yeah. The snakes are sought after by collectors due to them being so rare and dang oh, dangerous. Okay. So, you know, they got a high price for them, too. Yeah. <laughs> they buy two, hoping they'll reproduce and be like, what is this? Is it a male or a female? It's got both. <laughs> <laughs> so these eco-pirates will sneak onto the island risking their own lives to capture these snakes and sell them. And one snake will supposedly sell for over from anywhere from 15 to $30,000. Wow. That's, that's a good chunk of money. Don't you yeah. think? It sounds like a lucrative business. How many snakes are there there? Um, two to four, but they think it's been, that's lower than that. Two to 4,000. Mm, some good money. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know how to handle a snake, right? <laughs> no, not really. No. But when um, legal visits are sanctioned by the Brazilian government, they require that a doctor be present in the unfortunate event that someone gets bit. Uh, the Navy does make one annual stop to the island, and they do this for maintenance on the lighthouse on the island. Okay. The lighthouse has been automated since the 1920s. Hmm. And the, the island is important for biologists and researchers to learn about the snakes and the island. 
So now I'm going to start our kind of random facts segment where I cover stuff I didn't have a place for earlier or I found later in my research. Okay. And doing the, doing this one, it was a little dif- difficult because I thought there would be more about Snake Island mm-hmm. than what I could find. I really thought there would be more about it. There's just not that much huh. information out there. And then some of the some sources, the facts were off. Oh, like and then if if like if the on the source they called it poison instead of venom, I was like, I'm getting not, <laughs> I'm not even going to touch this source, bunch of dumbasses. Call yourself a Make scientist. Make myself think I'm smarter than I am. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this one this was a tough one to put together. I'll say. All right, but there are actually many other islands around the world that are named Snake Island. This isn't the only hmm. one, but the other islands are pretty weak compared to this one. <laughs> there is a Snake Island in Bulgaria, which. Uh, is home to numerous water snakes. Who water snakes? Huh. Weak. <laughs> there is even a snake island in Massachusetts. Hmm. But it gets its name because the island is shaped like a snake. Oh. Even weaker. <laughs> there are a few others too, but uh, Kimada Grande is the real snake island. And so, next one, the, the venom of these golden lance heads is important to pharmaceutical reason, for pharmaceutical reasons. The venom has shown potential in contributing towards the treatment of blood clots, circulation problems, and even heart disease. Huh. Interesting, huh? So there's uh, so studying the venom is actually quite important. And keeping hmm. these snakes alive could be quite important, you know what I mean? That's yeah, I I guess. I guess what would they do? Hey, congratulations, your uh, heart disease is cured. Uh, bad news is it cost you a leg. It's gone. <laughs> I'm not saying they get <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> Yeah, they don't just get bit and then they cure <laughs> their heart disease and then, but oh, I just lost a leg I in know. the process. I know. <laughs> um, and if you if you were bitten by one of these, I kept he- I, um, all my research said that you would l- most likely die within one to six hours with, Ooh, without wow. treatment. Okay. And so yeah, studying their venom is important to um, discover more anti-venom stuff like that. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Um, all visitors must undergo extensive snake safety training as well, as I, I can imagine, right? Yeah. And the golden lance head isn't the only snake on the island, actually. Hmm. I found this late in my research, but the uh, other species is non-venomous and called the Savage Snail Eater. Huh. And like its name suggests, it actually eats snails. Huh. Unlike that stupid crab eater seal last week, yeah. which uh, name it a crab eater and doesn't even eat crab. <laughs> That's still annoying, huh? Yeah. Um, oh, and good news for everybody. Uh, the golden lance head, they do not swim. Okay, good. So they can't go from my island. They do not swim. Nice. Okay. So probably the best thing I found while doing my research was the Google reviews. Okay, so <laughs> the island has over 1,000 <laughs> reviews. Like, right when you search search a Snake Island, Brazil, it has this come up on the Google part. And it says, has over 1,000 reviews and is at <laughs> a 4.1 stars, this island. Hey. So you want to hear some of the reviews people left? Yeah. Okay. So each one of these will be a different review. All right. So first one. Can't believe all my friends in high school live on the same place. <laughs> calling the her friends snakes. Yeah. Nice. I can see that. <laughs> All right, next one. Such a great place. My ex and his family lived there. <laughs> next one. It was fun. My friends got bitten and died, but I didn't really care for them that much anyway. <laughs> um, I love this place. The snakes are very friendly. I love cuddling with them, and even gave, one even gave me a little love bite. I feel a little lightheaded now. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, good vacation spot. I can't feel my left foot and my vision is blurry, but it was worth it. Bring the whole family. (laughs) Next one. Can't read my own handwriting right here. Okay. Okay, got it. (laughs) I can read it now. Um, Sent my husband here on our, as an anniversary gift. He loved it so much. He didn't come back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There you go. All right. Um, I got like two more. Uh, next one. My mom left me here. After one year, the snakes befriended me, and I learned how to live among them and became one of them. After years of training, I now make my own venom, and now as lethal I'm as lethal as they are. 
Come here and we will launch a snake attack on your people. All hail snakes. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. These are... Um, had such an amazing time here. Totally recommend it to anybody who loves to slowly feel their organs shut down. Nice. All right. So I think I thought that was pretty funny. And it was some that was some good trolling right there. Yeah. Like just a bunch of people making jokes on the island. I thought, yeah. I think that's clever. That's where trolling can be fun. Like Amazon reviews. Yeah. <laughs> people just making jokes and yeah. calling their friends and exes snakes. And yeah, it was, it was pretty fun to read about. Nice. And actually you left a review, Dave. I did. You did. <laughs> I left a review for you. Oh. Because it was under your name. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> and I was using your computer. <laughs> What did I say? Um, you pretty much just plugged the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You pretty much just put a link on there and say, hey, we're doing a Snake Island episode. Read about it or listen to it. I, I just plugged the show. Nice. <laughs> I didn't come up with anything that funny. <laughs> nice. All right. So now let's go to Snake Island in pop culture. And I, there wasn't much. Uh, there's, there's only really like one good documentary I found huh. about it. Um, yeah, well, only one. But there was one TV show that visited the island. It was a Discovery Channel show called Treasure Quest Snake Island. Mm, darn, I was hoping it was a reality show from MTV that visited. <laughs> then I'd watch Instead one. of real world Las Vegas, it'd be real yeah. world Snake Island. <laughs> I bet they'd all die. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> and you would too because you could talk about it on the show <laughs> yeah. like, more people have died from snake bites <laughs> yes okay but yeah um, the series follows a crew of treasure hunters as they search for the legendary Incan treasure known as the treasure of the trinity mm. which is believed to be somewhere in South America and I'll read a little bit of the from the synopsis okay during season one, the crew focuses their search on remote Snake Island. The treasure hunt is fraught with extreme danger as the small island is home to thousands of deadly golden lancehead pit vipers. Mm. Additionally, the team has to contend with armed black market uh, snake poachers, bullet ants, inhospitable terrain, hazardous waters populated with sharks, jellyfish, and roaming pirates. Jeez. I guess they, they really stacked all that on there, but yeah. uh, that's part of it was true. I watched clips. I did, I couldn't find the whole episodes. I guess it was a whole season, like eight oh, episodes wow. of them. So I could only find clips on YouTube. Uh -huh. And I watched it. There was this one scene where um, they're on their boat off the coast and they see another boat come and approach them. And they're getting worried that it's like legit pirates. Oh, but it ended up being the um, Brazilian Navy, oh, which okay. is better. But uh, I don't know what happened after that because that was at the end of the clip. Oh. But um, Spoiler alert, uh, they never find treasure here. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> but uh, many people really do still think there is uh, treasure and gold on the island. So I do have two attack stories. So, oh. however, my in my hours of research, I never could find a detailed report of an attack on the island. So all I have for us um, this week are some tall tales of what people believed happened. It's kind of like uh, legends, as if you say. So sorry there isn't, and there's not too much to these either, but it's really all I could find anywhere. Okay? So let's get started. So apparently a fisherman whose boat wandered off course and he landed on the island. Hmm. He went to pick bananas <laughs> when he was bitten by a snake in the trees. Oh. And as he tried to run back to his boat, he was bitten several more times. Oh, my goodness. You know, because there's a shit ton of snakes on this island. <laughs> but he gets back to his boat and then he succumbs to the venom. He was found sometime later um, on the boat deck in a large pool of blood. Oh, and yeah, that's, that's really all I could find. Nothing else detailed because nobody else was there. Mm. So this is all, they're all just kind of guessing on yeah. these stories anyway. But the next one is of the final lighthouse operator. Oh, because <laughs> before it was automated, people actually lived on the Island and ran the lighthouse. Gee. Anyway, it's been automated since 1920, right? Yeah. 
How did they automate it way back then? I don't know. Huh. I don't know how the, how Lighthouse works. I, I know how it works now, but I don't know how it worked back then and how they could do that. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, and so just to let everyone know, lighthouses are used to assist in naval navigation. And sometimes even, like, planes. It helps planes, too. But they, they mark dangerous coastlines, you know, like hazardous reefs, rocks, as well as uh, they'll even mark for safe entries into harbors. So that's kind of the purpose for having lighthouses. Uh, but the operator uh, lives here with this family. And I hope he's getting paid well. But you know what? That's not even going to matter from what happens to him. Oh, oh and he's, he's here with his family as well. Oh, my goodness. One night. So I don't buy this story completely. Oh, okay. I really don't. But let's pretend it's real for fun. One night, snakes enter through a window. They attack the man. His wife and three children, in a and so they all get bit, and in a desperate attempt to escape, they flee towards their boat. But while they flee, they are bitten by snakes on branches overhead, and all of them die. <laughs> the end. The end. Well, good night, kids. That's <laughs> that's literally all I could find on these stories. Uh, who knows what really happened? Either I got that last yeah. one. It sounded like they made it the case that like a bunch of snakes just got in there and then yeah. just started attacking, attacking them, which <laughs> yeah. is not, not what's going to happen. These snakes aren't that aggressive unless you piss them off. Yeah. And so uh, I honestly wouldn't doubt that, that there are, I wouldn't doubt that there are more stories um, that just never got out. Like I think it's possible that uh, maybe poachers or the eco um, pirates that I was telling you about, yeah. maybe when they go on the Island, they get bit, but they don't get reported. Oh Yeah. And his buddies just, you know, after he dies, they just drop him overboard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I, I don't, but... Oh. You'd think there'd even be a story from someone that buys them on the black market, you know? Some rich guy having a party, gets somebody drunk. Hey, why don't you try out and see if you could last, you know? <laughs> You'd think there'd be something on there, too, but... Maybe, I guess but not. I, I couldn't find anything. And I, I think, like, the mystery, the mystery of everything is kind of the appeal. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, the island is see the, that. the mystery behind it. There really is no place like it on Earth. Yeah. Put uh, that in a Google review. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Five stars, no place like it on Earth. <laughs> Which is actually true. It's the new Ninja Warrior gauntlet. Make it to the other side. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> All right, but before we wrap up, I wanted to um, recommend uh, the one decent documentary I found. And I'll put a link in the description so everyone else can watch it. And I'm going to explain a little bit of it, just because I think it's really interesting. Okay. But it follows a guy who gets clearance to go to the island and travels with the Brazilian Navy, along with some researchers, like a uh, combined team. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes on their annual journey to repair the lighthouse on the island. He had to get a bit of training as well, obviously, to get there. When they got to the island, the guy was kind of shitting his pants. <laughs> mm. He was nervous, and it was kind of funny to see him. So he went with the Navy and follows them through the treacherous terrain, and they even uh, had a good-sized weed whacker. It was kind of interesting. Like, they had to bring an industrial weed whacker with them to... Oh, okay. Not to kill the snakes, but to just <laughs> clear, the, clear bushes from the trail. Um, he described the snakes like... Moving landmines while you're oh, walking. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that's a pretty good explanation. That's uh, so crazy. Instead of blowing you up, it will cause your organs to liquefy into a slow, tedious death. Ugh. I'd take landmine over that. Ugh. And it's about an hour and a half hike up to the lighthouse, but the it's really bad terrain to get up there. Uh, and yes, they do come across several snakes, but kind of the most alarming thing that they found is that when they came across a trail camera huh. that no one was authorized to use. So it was obviously an eco pirate camera. Oh. So they found evidence of that. And so it is a real thing and it's a real problem, mm. but watching it, you can just feel by the guy's expressions that he is just shitting bricks and, oh. uh, but he is, um, Traveling with the Navy, the Navy men are carrying equipment like car batteries to bring up to the lighthouse. Okay. And they get to the lighthouse and do the maintenance. Um, 
Uh, it's kind of cool to watch it. It's a real kind of a small lighthouse, but there was one part where um, the main guy was, you don't see it, it was off camera, but the main guy was sitting down on a bench there and then he gets up and then they find two snakes underneath him. <laughs> so he was almost, he almost got it. Wow. It was like in between some car, old car batteries on the ground oh. and then somebody went to move them. There was two snakes and he was s- sitting right there. Oh, wow. But then the guy, uh, they go back down like immediately after they fix it, they they're out of there right wow. away, and so they they get back to the boat, and then the guy splits off and goes with the researchers now. Okay, mm-hmm. they they capture some snakes to measure them and stuff just to get for research, and then they actually spend the night on the island. Oh my goodness! Uh, Intense. And imagine how scary that would be. You wouldn't be getting any sleep. No, would why would you do that? I'd rather go sleep in the water or something. Just to say you did it, maybe? I don't know. For research purposes. <laughs> some scientists aren't just like lab coat and nerd, wear nerds. Some of them are pretty badass. See, and they really do this stuff. Let's, let's spend the night and see if we get bit. You know, for, for scientific, scientific purposes. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, imagine how scary that would be. Uh, and the guy was very, very relieved to, when he got off the island. He was, I just, he, and if you watch the video, you'll just be like, he is chipper and he's, he's, he said he feels like a million bucks and that he survived it. Nice. But it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I recommend it to everyone. If you want to get some visuals of the snakes and how it really is on the island, it's pretty cool. So I recommend, I'll put it in the description below. Uh, so Dave, that is going to wrap it up. Great. So like the uh, Google reviews, everyone should visit that place in their yeah. lifetime. Yeah, I hope you and everyone <laughs> everyone enjoyed learning about Snake Island. Uh, I don't know about you, but Dave, I don't have a desire to go here. Mm, no. Well, I want to see somebody else go there, though. <laughs> well, maybe just watch from a distance and hear the screams. Yeah, let's get another documentary going. <laughs> Uh, maybe you know what? Maybe you can go there instead of Disneyland on your next family trip. Hey, maybe change things up a bit. Hey, maybe someone who wants to be famous on YouTube. Hint, hint. Take a camera and go there. <laughs> you know, I'll be watching. <laughs> it said in the documentary. I'll subscribe if you do. <laughs> I'll, I'll subscribe. I'll watch it. I'll yeah. donate. I'll donate to that. <laughs> but uh, um, I in that same documentary, the guy was saying that um, the eco. He actually talked to one of the eco poachers. Uh huh. And then they had like the whole. Oh, distorting the up, voice yeah. thing but it was asking him about it and said that you can get anything you want there with if you have enough money you can just bribe people oh so they yeah. can do that and he then they asked him have you ever been on the island the guy says no and he's like would you ever go he's like no that's what i have my, <laughs> that's what i have my guys for <laughs> nice <laughs> all right but uh next week we are going to have our fifth edition of recent animal stories and attacks that took place in January, February, and we've got some good ones. I don't know if you do. You, do you look out for them like I do? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I keep track. I've got them written down of which ones I've found in the last two months, and uh, these these ones are always a lot of fun. But uh, spoiler alert: I will definitely be covering the story where a few weeks ago the man was attacked by a cougar, mm. and the man strangled the cougar with his bare hands and killed it. So tune in next week to get the whole story on that. That's that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. So Dave, we actually have a couple shout outs. Hey, okay. I want to get to. First, we want to thank Kelly from Indiana. Kelly from Indiana. She wrote uh, us on Facebook saying she tried to leave a review on iTunes, but didn't think it went through. But uh, she had some very nice words to say. And Kelly, your iTunes review actually did go through. Oh, so good. We, we got it. Um, she said that her favorite part of the show is how you react to the stories. That's her favorite part. <laughs> she also said we're funny. So, hey, somebody nice. thinks hey. we're funny. Hey. Hey. But thank you very much, Kelly. That was very nice of you. And also, this week, we have another super shout-out. Super shout-out! Uh, we got a lovely donation from Angela from Tucson. Angela from Tucson! <laughs> Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to have to stop making fun of Tucson soon if she keeps donating. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, Angela, for being a producer of the show. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to get this book uh, that was recommended by another listener, Paul from New York. Um, so, Angela, thank you very much. Uh, by donating to the show, you'll actually be helping make it better. Yeah. So, so, Angela, once again, thank you very much. Yeah. 
So if you are wondering how you can get a shout out, well, it's simple. You can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something you like about the show. And if you don't use iTunes, that's fine. Then leave a review on whatever platform you use or even go to our Facebook page and leave a review there. Uh, the reviews just really help us get noticed and attracts more listeners. Uh, I know it takes 30 seconds, but it would mean a lot if you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. From all these reviews, we've already got 5,000 downloads now, you guys. Yeah, we're almost sad. at 5,000. It's great. And if you want to be like the wonderful Angela, you can become a producer of the show by giving us a little donation. Uh, that would be more than wonderful. I, I, work, I work really hard in putting these things together. And any money will go, like I said, will go right back into the podcast anyway. And like I said, there's a book I want to get. There's other books I want to get. But the way you can do that is on PayPal. You can find us by our email, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com. Or you could go to my account on Venmo, uh, Matthew-Hamilton-51. Uh, it's all in the description below, but that would mean a lot to us. Right, Dave? Yeah. Uh, also, remember if you or someone you know has a cool animal-related story you'd like to share, and maybe we can share it on this, the show sometime. I've still got a couple that we need to get to. Um, or if you just want to communicate with us, ask us a question, suggest an episode idea, feel free at any time to email us. Or you can do it on Facebook as well. And also recommend what you can do. Something else you can do to help the show is recommend it to family and friends. Um, help you know help building us up. Uh, tell them we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all the ones we need to be on. Uh, so, Dave, anything to add? Nope, I'm good. All right, how about you, Colonel Cheetor? Man, I ain't going to no Snake Island. Thanks for that again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, be a part of building us up, and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>